Thank you for tuning in. We'll get to your program right after this short word from our sponsor. Balance Virtually provides full-service financial planning services for small businesses, nonprofits, and startups. We can help you manage your monthly reporting, bank and credit card reconciliations, budget and forecasting, payroll services, and much more. To schedule a consultation with a certified public accountant with over 16 years of experience helping people like you, visit balancevirtually.com. Balance Virtually, your locally owned full-service financial planning service company. Welcome to the Veronica Edwards Show, where we have fun financial conversations that everyone listening can apply to their personal and professional life. I'm your host, Veronica Edwards, and I'm so excited to be back here season two on bizradio.us. As always, I want to thank all the listeners because I am officially one of the top five radio hosts here on Biz Radio, and we're approaching 2,000 downloads, and I know so much more because we're getting so much support from everyone listening. So thank you guys again. And that's another reason why I'm so excited to have today's guest, who is a client of mine. He is the executive director for Yamoja Health, Wellness, and Justice Collective, which, you know, is just an amazing organization here in Western North Carolina. It is a Black-run, grassroots nonprofit disrupting generational trauma and incarceration by teaching resilience, building community, and healing through the arts. Every aspect of Yamoja Health, Wellness, and Justice Collective seeks to create a space for individual and communal healing and is a trauma-informed and culturally aligned. Wow. Without further ado, I'd like to introduce my friend, Mr. Michael Hayes. Uh, Good morning. Good morning. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy we can make it happen. I know you've been extremely busy and also dealing with some health issues. So I do not take you being on here lightly. Thank you so much for blessing us with your presence. Well, anytime it's with you, Miss Veronica, I'll be glad to be here. So I'm very Um, thankful. Thank you. Well, Michael, we always start the show off just asking the guests, tell us a little bit about you, where you're from, and your story that led you to starting Yamoja Health, Wellness, and Justice Collective. All right, I'm going to give you the brief version. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we only got 20 minutes. So, yeah, give me the brief All right, version. good deal. So, um, <laughs> I'm originally from Winston-Salem, North Carolina, but I've been living in Asheville for the past 40-plus years. Um, my my uh, my journey to start uh, Yamoja, I mean, it's been a it's been a different, it's been like different phases of the process. Like, first, I was doing the arts work. I used to direct plays. I was a youth performing arts director at Reed Center, which is now the Editing Center. And that was back in like 2000. Right. So I was like creating the well, getting with the young people, creating these plays that depicted the lives that they were that they were living at that time. We had plays called Daddy, Where Are You? Uh, We had plays called uh, Take Me Back to Harlem that the young people that I was in charge of had an opportunity to not only write, but choreograph and be a part of the production. And I didn't know it then. I didn't know it until 2017 when some of those same kids that I had from the first uh, Urban Arts Institute to the second Urban Arts Institute was telling me how that how healing that was for them because they got to be in a space where they got to create art and tell their story. Um, Veronica, I went, to, I, was in, I went to prison for the last time. I've been five different times. Like I have a history of incarceration, have a history of 
uh, 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 minister of mental health, behavior, mental health issues, have an issue of being homeless, have an issue of substance use. Like I've had all those things in my, my, as lived experience. Right. Wow. So in between those times, like I would have these stints where I would go to prison and I went to prison for the last time in 2016, an 18 month prison sentence where I got it in 2017, 2017 is when those same young people that I was teaching that, uh, teaching dance and play writing plays with a lot of them came to my house. Uh, like 20 of them on Father's Day, you know, that was special enough for them to come see me on Father's Day. Wow. But uh, we cooked uh, what well, I cooked. They love my cooking. So I cook. <laughs> right? Michael, hold up, hold up. I didn't know you was a cook. Oh, man, I'm a chef by trade. I guess down. Okay, so I live right on the corner from you. Sorry, Brandy, I'm coming. Okay. We're going to make it happen. <laughs> Brandy's beautiful wife. Shout yeah, out to Brandy. Yes. <laughs> so, and it was, so, and I'm glad you brought it up because it was uh, uh, during that time when they came to the house that I had started my healing journey. My healing journey started in prison, but when I got out, I just wanted to see what communal healing looked like. Mm -hmm. So we were at the house, 20 of them came over. They're doing the old routines while I'm cooking. And that's when they told me it was, I was, I remember holding my daughter, Michaela, beside me and us how the Urban Arts Institute healing space. Mm. Now, mind you, I just did this healing journey in prison. And so now I'm out and the only started healing, like I was starting to get healed. I started my healing journey because I was finally able to talk about those things that we are not, you know, we we're told that boys don't cry. So right. when we're teaching our boys to don't cry, we're teaching them to be, to, to hide their, to suppress their emotions. And that's what I did uh, after I had been uh, molested, after I've seen murders, after I've seen all this before the age of nine years old, my mother and father's divorce, uh, mm -hmm. some of the domestic violence that went on, like a centered around that, all that before I was nine, because we were taught what goes on in this house stays in this house. Uh, don't talk about it, pray about it. And of course, boys don't cry. So it's those cultural abnormal uh, uh, sayings that we stay with, that we continue to pass around, that are so destructive when we're talking about healthy children. We're talking about our children being mentally healthy. When I, we talk about our children being socially healthy, socially to, to understand how to roll socially, because if you have a mostly suppressed little boy, he's going to grow up to be mostly suppressed man. Nine times out of ten, if you keep blowing air into a balloon, Veronica, what happens to the balloon? It's gonna pop. It pops. So if you keep suppressing emotions, anger, and everything else, or so all the bad stuff that happened, eventually you're gonna pop. And that's what I realized. So my healing started. I shared it with people, and it grew into us starting Yamoja. And that's 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 me in a pickle. So now I'm a I'm a community health worker, peer support specialist, a recovery coach, trainer. Uh, rap facilitator, get ready to be a peer support trainer, uh, also a forensic peer support specialist. I'm going to be a forensic peer support trainer, uh, mental health first aid, like all those things, because I feel it's important that me as a person, not the organization of your emotions, but me as a person, give back what I have learned and give it to as many community members as I can. Because if you look at the communities that are suffering, if you look at the social determinants of health, you know that communities of color are suffering more than any other community. So my, 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 my personal goal is to share my knowledge and experience with as many people as I can so that we can be the change that we want to see in our communities. Wow, I don't even know what to say after that. Wow. <laughs> I just love the energy. I'm so thankful that you as a black man, mm -hmm. you know, of a certain age too, to say I was just mm -hmm. incarcerated in 2017. 
Mm-hmm. I've been incarcerated over five times. Mm-hmm. I have been molested. All these things, like you said, that we have been taught not to talk about. Mm-hmm. And especially in your generation, like people are like, I know I'm supposed to go to therapy where I'm just not going to do it because mm-hmm. I'm just stuck in my way. So I just thank you for being that example for a lot of other African-American men and just men in general. So let's talk about Yamoja. So Yamoja now is how old and what are you guys doing in Western North Carolina and how can the listeners support Yamoja? All right. So (laughs) (laughs) So the inception of Yamoja, you know, the idea was 2017 when I got out of prison. Uh, 2019 is when we formed into an an official uh, Nonprofit, and we moved into our suites at 441 North Louisiana, uh, suite E, uh, J, and K. We're in the process of getting another suite in that particular building, and we also have offices on Market Street that will be used for our community paramedics. Um, so yes, uh, the some of the programs that we have, I'm gonna talk about some of the other programs, and I'm gonna talk about the program that I'm that is really my heart. So Yamoja, uh, some of our peer support specialists, works with uh, uh, Bunker County uh, Health, well, the emergency community, um, the community paramedics. So some of our peers go out with the community paramedics, with the port team and one of the other teams. And the community paramedics, they are called when someone has an overdose or someone has, you know, some type of maybe a, a, a mental uh, mental health breakdown or whatever. And our peer support specialists will go out with the community paramedics, and they will provide services, uh, be it uh, one-on-one peer sessions, uh, be it taking them to get vital records, be it getting them into rehab, be it whatever they, whatever support they need, um, that's what our peer support specialists give them. We don't dictate what type of support they need. If they need medicated assistance treatment, then we do that. If they need to go to the clinic to get suboxone or whatever, then we do that. Uh, we have four peers that are now working in that field. We're looking to expand that. And a lot of the, a lot of our peers are not only peer support specialists, they're community health workers or recovery coaches, things like that. Uh, we also have a few groups, um, a few like empowering women groups that we have at Yamoja. We're starting a, a, a gentleman's club real soon, as well as a men's recovery group. And uh, those groups for the women happen on Tuesdays and Fridays uh, at six o'clock. The group on Fridays is specifically for BIPOC women. The group on Tuesday is for any and everyone that is going through whatever recovery journey you're taking. You are welcome to these groups. Uh, Some of the other things we have going on, we have a uh, we have a radio show as well called The Hour of Hope, uh, where our young people get to come on and do like a 30 minute segment that is directly attached to the hope for the future uh, program. That's our biggest thing. Now we got some other things going on where we're doing, we're partnering up to do uh, uh, some substance prevention stuff, some crime prevention stuff with our young people. We have five of our young people from the hope for the future program that are, that are invested with uh, in the community grant making process with United way. But the Hope for the Future program is my baby. It is yes. it is the one that I'm so much, I'm so excited about. Uh, and it's because, you know, my father, he started at Hillcrest High Step Major in a drum corps with the Hillcrest Enrichment Program. The late John Hayes, I miss him so much. But I, he, he instilled a lot in me. And everybody knows that his, uh, his motto was the greatest love of all. Uh, the song that was originally sang by Joy Whitney Houston made it really popular. <clears throat> but on this particular song, 
It's the greatest love of all. And of course, the greatest love of all, learning to love yourself, that is the greatest love of all. But the one verse that people miss, and my father, he just put this in my head and I never forgot it. It says, let the children's laughter remind us how we used to be. Mm -hmm. Think about how powerful that is. Let the children's laughter. So first you have to create a space while children can start laughing in the midst of all the chaos that's going on. Mm-mm-mm. You have to create a space so that our children are talking about the chaos that they're in the midst of, not just at home, but in their communities, in their schools. Our children are going through some stuff that we have never, ever dealt with. I've never been through a pandemic where I was like socially distanced from my school friends for like two years. I've never been in the fourth grade, left school, socially distanced and came back in the sixth grade where I missed that whole uh, uh, mm-hmm. social growth experience that Veronica so no, if any time before in our lives now is the time for our children to start to talk about the mental health issues that they are facing and it is so profound and real when we get it from our children and they start the healing process now I don't want them to hit uh, 18 and up and take an A survey and realize they got an A score of 10 I want them to take that ACE survey after 18 and recognize, well, I, I took, I had some positive childhood experiences that allow me to have, you know, to, to negate that, that piece of the trauma that happened, not negate it, but to face it, to handle it and to start the healing process from it. So it wouldn't affect me when I hit 18 and up because that's how we know drug addiction, you know, substance misuse issues, behavior issues, all that really starts to come to fruition crime, you know, crime, uh, um, like it's all kinds of things that's attached, that's correlated with it. So now what we want to do with the Hope for the Future program is give these kids an opportunity to start healing. Wow. And that's my baby. It sure is. And Michael, you owe me a shirt because I've seen people with the Hope for the Future shirt. I need a Hope for the Future shirt. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> so Michael, how can people support Yamoja, where can they go to hit that donate button? Where can they go to support any events that you guys may have going on in the spring, summer, fall? All right. So we have a, we do have a website. It's Yamoja, HWJ.org. Yamoja is spelled U-M-O-J-A, U-M-O-J-A, H-W-J.org. HWJ is for Health, Wellness, and Justice. So it's Yamoja, HWJ.org. You can go to that website, check out our program, check out our staff, but we also have a donate button on there. Uh, we're on all social media platforms, Yamoja, HWJ. Um, but I want to tell about an event that we're having, and this is all about our young people. On April the 8th, April the 8th, which is coming up really soon, we are having what we call a black party. Now, last summer we had a white party and we're talking about the attire. We want everybody to wear all black or black being the main color. Last summer we did a white party to celebrate the end of the Hope for the Future summer program where we had like 23 young people move from mentors to uh, peer mentors. Like they are now certified peer mentors. And we had uh, like, ooh, like 40 mentees who are moving and mentees and mentors in training who this summer get to move up to being mentors. Wow. So we celebrated all the things that they accomplished from learning financial literacy, learning peer support specialists, uh, uh, learning leadership, 
learning black culture, uh, uh, learning trauma resiliency. Like they learned a lot. So we celebrated that last summer. This April, April the 8th, we are having a black party and that's to celebrate the accomplishments that they have made so far throughout the school year, but also to prepare us for our Hope for the Future summer program. So it is a fundraiser. We're going to have, uh, we are partnered up with Miss Miss Beth Ivy. She's going to uh, have some of our kids doing some artwork. They did beautiful art pieces for the white party. They have even more, they have greater pieces that they're having for the black party. We're going to auction those off, but it's all about raising money on that particular uh, event. And it's going to be at AB Tech on April the 8th. Um, we're going to have a conference in the morning that is going to talk about youth mental health. It's going to be centered around youth mental health. It's going to be youth led. You'll hear some of our great youth, young leaders uh, speak like Julia Doherty, uh, uh, Dee Dee Sullivan, Nigeria Carson, Miles McClure, uh, Genesis, Jariah, Sincere. Oh, and Sincere Mills is a great speaker. Like this kid has it. He's done so many speeches. He's on Facebook uh, doing speeches like downtown by the, uh, the old Vance Monument. Like this kid has it. But there, then we uh, have a part of a film we're going to show. But all of that is to prepare people and make people aware of what the Hope for the Future program is all about. Uh, the tickets are going to be $25 for everyone. There's going to be a lot of young people there who want to be involved with the program because they're, our young people are inviting their friends. They're ready to dress to impress. They're ready to like let people know what they're doing. So this is taking place April the 8th uh, at AB Tech, uh, the, new, the new facility. I think it's the Mission Facility. Uh, but anyway, that's, so yes. it's going to be April the 8th. And we'll have all that will be on our website by the end of this week. That's wonderful, Michael. And I'm so glad that you are targeting the youth. You know, my sister uh, died of suicide and I wish that there were programs like you have that's happening in Western North Carolina that my sister and many others that lost family members due to mental health. So we just thank you so much through all the obstacles that you might have been through with trying to get Umoja started. It is a pleasure for me to be the CPA to help you guys uh, go to the next level. I appreciate each person of Umoja Health Wellness Justice Collective because, again, you guys are making our community a better place. So thank you so much, Michael. Thank you, Veronica. And we appreciate you. And I want to share this because Umoja is it's health, it's health, wellness, and justice. Like we can talk mental health. Uh, we can talk behavioral health. We can talk just physical health, but we can also talk what wellness looks like. And that's us being healthier in order to create uh, uh, that that wellness piece. That's us, you know, looking at how we expand and collaboration and how we like the justice system, how we can start attacking not just the justice system, but there's food injustices. You know, there's there's uh, uh, financial injustices. There's all kinds of injustices. But this thing works as a collective, collective being the key word. And Veronica, it has been such a pleasure not only meeting you, but you being a part of the Yamosa family, what you bring to the table, what you've taught us. And that's what we so believe in that as a collective, each one has the capability of learning. Each one has like we can we can give of ourselves. But what if we were able to say, look, let's work together in this thing to build what we have. And because of you, we're able to sustain, we're able to move forward. So we are so, so appreciative of you. 
Oh, thank you so much, Michael. And I just want to, I had a Google real quick. I said, what is the definition of Yamoja? And it's unity. Unity. Yes, to strive for and maintain unity in the family, community, nation, and race. So anybody listening, if you believe that statement, please give to Yamoja Health, Wellness, and Justice Collective to keep this mission going. So thank you again, Michael. And I just want to thank all the listeners for tuning in to bizradio.us. Please come back next week, same time, same place, 10 a.m. on Wednesdays for the Veronica Edwards Show. And if you missed the live airing, you can listen to all prior shows at veronicaedwards.buzzsprout.com. And Michael, I'm trying to get on the Hour of Hope, so we got to make that happen, too, a collaboration with Viz Radio. Let's do it. Without <laughs> a Thank you so much again. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.